0: Oh yeah, Betalibangers, this is James Enfield from b and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Yeah!
1: Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the Iron City Rocks Podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks Podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music scene. Episode 82, we're going to take a special look at a show that's going to be happening at the Alter Bar down in the Strip District on December 17th. We've got Metallica returning with their brand of mashup of Metallica and the Beatles. Uh, On the bill that night, we've got Face Down Presley. The Motorcycles and Chip Daimonic. So, to get you in the mood for the show, we're going to take a look at a couple of the bands on the bill that night and talk to James Linfield from Metallica. So, to get you started, we're going to play a song from The Motorcycles. This is called Mud Bucket. Mm-hmm. psychos next up a song that is in the running for the 2010 iron city rocks pittsburgh rock music awards which you can find more information at at www.ironcityrocks.com you can find a link to vote there this is a song called wish you were dead from chip dimonic
0: Wish you were dead 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 You're about to enter the Time Machine Tour Getty Lee Alex Lifeson Neil Peart An Evening with Rush April 6th, Huntington Center A taste of the future and the legendary moving pictures live in its entirety. Reserve seats on sale Saturday at 10 a.m. All Ticketmaster locations The box office are charged by phone. Rush.
2: Gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show from the band Vitalica James. How are you doing today, James? Doing good. Waking up here on the West Coast. Hey, wanted to um, give you a chance. You're going to be doing a, a tour of, of the East Coast, it looks like, uh, in the month of December. Talk a little bit about what Vitalica is, what people can expect, and uh, just get an overall kind of history of the band if we can.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Metallica is, is is really one of those. Unique anomalies, you know. It's like there's this whole thing uh, going on these days about what is a mashup, you know. And you listen to these DJs, you know, or other live bands that might use samples or triggers and stuff when they're mashing things up, or maybe just going from one item to another, kind of like in a row consecutively. What Metallica is is really it's, it's a live mashup. There's no samples, no triggers, no keyboards, no none of that. It's all four live musicians playing guitars, bass, and drums. And um, the, the mashup really is an interwoven mashup and also using some of our old lyrics and, and changing things like time signature and, and key and just overall feel and tempo of the song. The songs are really interwoven instead of just going bang, bang from one to the other. And I, I think that's what sets Vitalik apart um, from a lot of these other bands.
2: So um, you're kind of taking. I mean, do you start when when you you obviously I mean from the name and in case people aren't familiar at all, you're taking kind of the styles and music of the of Metallica and the Beatles and kind of blending them together for or smashing them up as the the term is. But do you um where do you start when you write this material? Do you start with a Metallica riff and say how can I fit a Beatles song in? Do you start with a Beatles song and or, or how, how does that creative process come together?
3: Yeah, it, it really kind of depends on the on the track, you know. I mean, for example, I mean, the, the first Metallica composition was started with a Beatles song. Uh, the song is uh, For No One, off the Pepper's record. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just something we started experimenting with, messing around with. You know, but that doesn't mean that every song starts with it, you know, that, that song pretty much started with the chorus. Um, you know, but there's some songs that start with a song title. Some songs start with a line within one of the songs, and you start finding that interesting or playing around with it. Some of it is a musical riff. Um, you know, so you you don't want to pigeonhole yourself too much as to how a creative process begins, because then you're kind of cheating yourself, you know? Right. There's, there's enough limitations on the band the way it is.
2: You don't yeah. want to Give yourself more restrictions, you know. Now, you have um, several albums out. My um, Correct Masterful Mystery Tour is the most recent? Yes,
3: that's, that's the latest full length, yeah. Um,
2: okay.
3: You know, so we we put that one out last year. Um, but then, I mean, we're going to be in your area around holiday time. Sure. And we have this thing called Winter Plunder Band, which is uh, a four-song EP. It's got holiday tunes on it, it's fun stuff. But it also has uh, the very first two original Metallica songs. They're not uh, mashups. They're our songs. Okay. Um, so that'll be cool. You know, we'll, we'll look to do uh, a bit of the Plunder Band uh, when we're out there in the in the Pittsburgh area.
2: Now, uh, an original Metallica song. Um, do you still try to stay true to at least you know having the influence of Metallica and be- the Beatles? In your tunes, or are you guys just kind of letting your creative juices flow on those?
3: Well, you know, it's like you never want to cheat the listener. You know, I think when the, when the listener opens up a Vitalica CD, they have a certain expectation about what they're going to get, thus the name, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've talked about putting other original material on whatever perspective third full-length would be, and that's cool and great, you know, but I think that you can't stray too far from the formula. Um, otherwise, you're a different band, you know. Then just form another band, and there would be nothing wrong with that. But um, if you're going to do Metallica, you know, it has to have that flavor, some of those lyrical lines and those riffs and musical interludes and, and, and mm-hmm. things like that. With the two songs on Plunder Band, we're just starting to, to dip our toe into the water with doing that. Um keep in mind that, you know, the the four musicians in Metallica, I mean, we have about ninety plus years of songwriting experience yeah. from just our own separate projects. So um so something like that isn't a problem. It's just we really um we, we, we don't need to to defeat our own individual egos as songwriters just to prove a point that we can do something in Metallica. We we need to keep Metallica what it is. Um so we'll we'll keep messing with some of that and If if another original tune appears on the next full length, then uh, then so be it.
2: Now, one of the, the questions I had had listening to not only the Masterful Mystery Tour, but, you know, kind of some of the other stuff you guys have done, when you use a song from, let's say, Metallica, you use Enter Sandman, do you kind of cross that off your list as far as what you're allowed to work with?
3: Uh, definitely,
2: and we we explained this last night. We did an in story here in
3: in Portland. You know, and this guy uh, was was talking about songs and asking why we use some songs and why we don't use others. Well, really, it's because um, we have a a general rule in Metallica that like once you use a song to a to a good extent, uh, you can't use it again. You know, so you kind of only get one shot at it. You know, so we don't plan on using enter sandman again or we don't plan on using Taxman again you know this guy was wanted to know how can we had use i am the walrus mm-hmm. and it's really just because that mashup for that song maybe just isn't ready yet you know we, yeah. we've had songs that have been on the plate that you know you you play with them a little bit you try this you try that and it's just like you know it's just not um just not you know working itself uh into a full song here the way that we want to, you know. I mean, my favorite Metallica and my favorite Beatles songs have never been used in a Metallica composition. Um, you know, and it's because I know they're just not
2: ready yet. Yeah, so let me ask you this. When you um, when you crack open a new Metallica CD, you know, which we get, unfortunately, not nearly as frequently as we like... Do you listen to it, like, from the get-go with sort of a what-can-I-do-with-this sort of perspective? Are you able to still enjoy either band as a fan?
3: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, you still have to enjoy it. You know, um, music about, is about letting yourself go, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, like, remembering, you know, if you put on Ride the Lightning and you remember that time when you're a 13-year-old kid and you're at that in-store that is at, you know? Mm-hmm. And, or you remember when... Master of Puppets came out and you were the first kid in that city to own Master of Puppets, that would be me. <laughs> you know, um, you know, or when your mom buys you the white album for Christmas and that yeah. album becomes associated with like this other portion of your life, you know, this other family holiday and stuff like that. Sure. Having your grandma show you some of those riffs on piano, you know, the Palma yeah. right, piano riffs and stuff. And that's what's, that's what's cool about some of those things, you know. Um you know, with then again you get those listeners that write into our Facebook and say, I'm never listening to Hey Jude the same way again <laughs> you know. I can't help but get the your lyrics out of my head. Well then that means the band's done their job. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> you know, to get into the wind, mind of yeah. the listener. You know, and
2: that's cool. That's pretty fun stuff. You know, how how big of a, a legal nightmare is all of this? I mean, when when you decide you're going to take two songs, I mean, is there, I'm sure you've got publishing and things like that issues. Um, how busy do you keep the lawyers? Well, you know, I mean, we
3: we want to keep them as 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 less busy as possible. You know, sure. Um, you know, the, the Metallica side, when it comes down to dealing with um, that entity, uh, I do that directly. Um, okay. Just because they've been so cool about it, uh, it seems like they would rather have a one-on-one with me our label would rather that I handle that side anyway, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, great, you know. I mean, what what little uh, young guitar player wouldn't have wanted to do that when they're growing up, you know. Sure. Um, the, the Beatles side, it's like there's so many other people involved because there's so many different people in the publishing side of it. It's not just Sony, and, you know, and there's all these misconceptions about, you know, it was Michael Jackson and it's all Sony and it's all Paul McCartney. won't let them do this or whatever like that. No, yeah. it, it, you now it's there's so many interweavings of publishers and people and heads of state and and those people change, you know, some people yeah. might be hot on it. Some people might be cold on it. Um, some people own one or two Beatles songs or there's companies that own a number of Beatles songs or, you, you know, like, uh, you get companies like Northern songs that didn't exist, uh, when the Beatles first started. So it only right. takes over a certain amount of a catalog for the Harrison. tunes. Right. You know, so, so our label has, has their folks dealing with that. They don't want us dealing with the Beatles side. And frankly, I don't blame them, you know, Sure. let, let them do their work. They're probably better at it than I am. You know, yeah. I can handle the Metallica side because of their congeniality. Uh, but but let those other guys do some of the digging. So our label just wants us to write the best tunes and the best compositions that we can and let them worry
2: about any pitfalls that, that might be coming up. Without naming individual tracks, have there been smash-ups that you've done where the labels had to come back to you and say, we're sorry, we can't do this? Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, we have four tunes that got
3: denied for the masterful mystery tour CD. Um, one song in particular, uh, we thought we had it cleared, then we didn't. And then we thought we had it cleared in a different country. And then that country came back and said, we did, um, cause laws differ from country to country at times. Sure. Um, yeah. you know, and then there's some tunes that are just like out and out, flat out, no, don't ask me again. I've insulted that you're even asking me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, you know, we're really not trying to cause a cause any strife yeah. here, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. some people get um, pretty tweaked, you
2: know, when we even uh, bring it up. Yeah, like it's some holy sanctity. You can't mess with a song. With well, that. you know, for for a lot of people it is. Not only
3: life yeah. appears but fans, you know? Sure. I mean, uh, fan reaction ranges from, oh, my God, we love this, to, oh, I'm really learning something about this, and I'm getting turned on to maybe one band or another band whereas I wasn't before. Sure. Well, then you get those reactions that are, I'm going to kill you if you continue to do that, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, it's, music's a pretty Horror, powerful actually. thing, you know, and people get pretty passionate about it. Certainly. I think that, that there's a difference between... Um, having a love for something and being
2: passionate about it and being fanatical about it. Yeah. Fanatical. That's that's certainly the term, yeah. <laughs> I think some people get that way, I imagine, especially with the Beatles end of it. Um, Both sides, yeah, sure. Yeah. What um what what could a fan expect from Metallica Live?
3: Well, uh, A number one is fun. You know, if if we're not having fun and you guys ain't having fun, then we're not doing our part, you know. Um, we're a rock band. You know, mm-hmm. and, and music and rock and roll should be fun, no matter what you're playing. If you're playing John Cougar or you're playing Metallica mm-hmm. or you're playing Kiss or whatever, it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we're definitely not shoegazers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, that's and so, you know, we, we like to stay active and we like to get people involved. You know, it, it, you know there's parts of, of a Metallica show that can be fairly conversational, with people in the crowd, you know, um, we did a fun in store last night here in Portland and it was, uh, you know, it's an all-ages event, you know, mm-hmm. and you have parents bringing their children, you know, and I had, you know, great fun with this seven-year-old girl, you know, or whatever, who was there with her dad and yeah, hanging out and stuff like that. She's the one that's requesting the songs, you know, telling us what to play, <laughs> which is great, you know, so a lot of that is cool. You know, you, um, we're we're definitely not standoffish types of people. You know, sure. people come to a show, don't be afraid to come up and say, hey, you know, and, and give a cheer, you know, write us on Facebook and write us on Twitter and sign up on the email list. You know, we really try to be
2: responsive and, and uh, yeah. be good citizens. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you guys, I know, are uh, highly approachable. I mean, just from doing what we do, uh you guys couldn't be any more congenial i mean it's it's um you you can certain types of bands or particular artists can be very unapproachable, and I would not put Boica in that that uh, category at all that's good well my my mom' ever be happy to hear that <laughs> yeah yeah, so um again, you're gonna be doing uh, i mean i know you're you're playing in Butler, Pennsylvania on the sixteenth of December and on the seventeenth of uh December you'll be playing the altar bar, uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, the 16th is ghost riders two, I believe it is in Butler PA. Um, where else is this tour kind of taking you? Well, I mean, right now, as as we speak, I'm in Portland.
3: Um, we did an in store last night and then we're playing uh, a club show tonight. We've already, uh, gone from Milwaukee, uh, all, all the way down to, to the Southwest. And then we're, you know, up the West Coast, you know, so Phoenix, all Los Angeles, Las Vegas. And now we're, we're up in the Northwest, and then we're going to go back underneath the Canadian border, you know, uh, Billings, Fargo, Minneapolis, and we'll do a Milwaukee homecoming show. and Then back out your way, we'll start to drift that way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so we're covering, covering a lot of ground during this tour, but we're doing uh, some places we haven't been to. Uh, or haven't been to for a while, Hmm. and doing some press stops on the way, uh, which is good, Um, and then also stuff by phone, you know, whatever. But even though we're doing this, we're already formulating into next year, you know, talking about, you know, doing other Midwestern spot shows beginning in February or back over to Europe in late April into May or uh, hitting Canada possibly now in the summer uh, for their
2: festival season. Yeah, you um, just stole my next question because a lot of the people are okay. that some radi- Radioactive metal. Yeah. Is, uh, based out of Winnipeg, so I wanted to see for our Canadian fans where you were going to be headed. That's good.
3: Yeah, well, we're we're talking with an agency, and uh, they're leaning towards the west side of the country for Canada. Mm-hmm. You know that, that nothing is confirmed. They said they're going to really let us know by January, but. Okay. Uh, they know that they have some sniffs of uh, of interest for for some of the, it would it, be like band and residency at a festival, you know what I mean? You, with those festivals, they might go on for seven days, you know, and Becalica oh, might sure. play like four of them or something like that.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, but that would be cool, you know? I know that we have friends up there, especially yeah. in the Vancouver area, that, that we, we would really love to get to. I know a lot of... A lot of folks are shaking their fists at us for doing Seattle but not being able to do Vancouver but we need yeah. to
2: get uh get back to snowy Milwaukee. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it'd be good enough to tour through Canada in the in the dead of winter, but Milwaukee's probably not a a heap site warmer than that either. So Yeah, all right. <laughs> you get down south in the winter. Alright, well James I wanna thank you for taking the time to to come on the show, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean uh Th- there's actually one other thing I was going to oh, sure. bring up to you and your Tell listeners, uh, a, a, a brand new project that Metallica is starting now um, with a program called Kickstarter.com. Um, for those of you guys not familiar with Kickstarter, uh, it, it's a thing where uh, bands uh, formulate special projects. People can come in and be a part of the project by by bidding um, on the project. And, and doing, like, a pledge. So okay. what our, what Vitalica plans on doing next year is releasing vinyl copies of their Sergeant Hatfield's CD and the Masterful Mystery Tour CD. So what people need to do is they go to kickstarter.com, they type in Vitalica, and then this pledge page comes up with all sorts of different, um, you know, things like, hey, you know, like, for for 10 bucks you, you pledge 10 bucks and you get uh, a signed copy of this, you know, or for... Thirty bucks, you get this. Or for seventy-five bucks, you get your name in credit on the record and your picture on the album. Okay. Or for a uh, hundred bucks, you get a personalized ringtone, you know, from Vitalica. And it goes all the way up. I mean, you can you can even pledge to have Vitalica fly anywhere in the continental U.S. and play your event, no matter where it is. There you go. <laughs> You know, or we even okay. have one for Europe. You know, so. It's, It's it's Kickstarter.com, but the thing is, you only have till uh, I think it's December 20th to do your pledge. So if you're going to do it, you need to do it. You know.
2: Now, do they? um, Would they? Would if? Let's say you wanted to pledge 50 bucks or something like that. Do you? Are you build at the time of the pledge, or you build only if you reach a certain threshold? Only, only
3: if it reaches a certain threshold. Yes.
2: Okay, so someone's not, someone's not going to pledge money, and then the album not get made, and then exactly, basically. exactly. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah I've never used Kickstarter till now. You know what I mean? But the label started it. Uh, they wanted to try it uh, just to have some fun,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: um, so yeah. So I'm kind of learning about it as as the labels uh, labels going along with it.
2: Yeah, I remember hearing not all that long ago Frankie Benelli of Quiet Riot was soliciting donations. But it didn't sound um anything quite this sophisticated and, and I often wondered if he didn't reach whatever threshold it was to make the Quiet Riot documentary, what happened to your money? But you know, that's why yeah, the that yeah. question, because yeah, you you hate to give two thousand bucks to see a Quiet Riot movie that never gets made. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's Yeah, a- it
3: seems like it seems like a pretty cool and, and uh and legit program. I know other bands uh that are friends of ours have been doing it, um there's a band called Rhino Bucket that, that's on mm-hmm. our our agency's uh, roster here in the U.S. and they
2: they work with Kickstarter and they seem to enjoy it. So um, yeah, we wanted to try it ourselves. Looks like I'm looking at org and there's a link for it right there on your uh, news page. So there you go. You can check that out. All right, James. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Enjoy Port Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, I, I will. Can- I will. Gonna hang with my aunt, and uncle a little bit today and. Uh, We'll see you uh, yeah, when we get fine. out of the Pennsylvania area, hopefully, man. That would be great. It'd yeah. be darn near Christmas. All right, man. Take care. All right, mm-hmm. man. Cheers. Oh, my God.
1: The day Tripper. Before the interview, we also played another track from the same album called I Want to Choke Your Band. So again, December 17th, Altar Bar, Motorcycles, Chip Daimonic, Face Down, Presley's, and Vitalica. Uh Really uh, going to be a great night of rock, so I invite you to check that out. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. You can get more information at DruskyEntertainment.com. So Get your tickets now, and uh, have a great night out before Christmas. You can find out more information about us at www.ironcityrocks.com. We're on Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, etc. And again, I remind you of the 2010 Iron City Rocks Music Awards. There's a link right on the homepage for Iron City Rocks. There's a big logo that says Pittsburgh Rock Music Awards. Just click right on the giant picture, and it'll take you to the forum to vote. We encourage you to vote. We've got also, in addition to 2010 awards, we have our first class of, uh, nominees for induction into the Iron City Rocks Music Hall of Fame, so maybe something a little more modern, a little more current than some of the traditional Pittsburgh acts. We've got, uh, obviously Don Harris the Clarks, uh, Red Beach, uh, Nick Catney, some Black Label Society, some other great names in there, Paul Gilbert, uh, Mr. Big, uh, and other bands as well so we invite you to check that out uh, vote uh, and share the link with your friends and also on ironcityrocks.com on our homepage, you can also check out episode 2 of the Iron City Rocks show which is a video show produced in conjunction with the pittsburghscene.com uh, highly highly recommend the pittsburghscene.com a great uh, resource for downloading music from local bands the v- show f- uh, features myself as the host and we feature some bands from local uh, Or some videos from local bands, excuse me, including Chip Daimonics, Wish You Were Dead. So uh, the three videos in this uh, segment uh, all have, I think, a very 80s feel to them. So if you uh, get a chance, check that out. It's also on YouTube to search for Iron City Rock. So we appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we thank you very much and talk to you next time.